time of year where it's the end of 2020 and god aren't we happy to see the back end of that oh we just so let's cheers to a merry christmas yep and a happy new year and let's hope it's the best a 2021 can bring yeah it can't be any worse oh it cannot be any worse i'm hoping it can't be so this is a little bit of a light-hearted session it's not going to be too in depth. It's obviously Christmas and it's coming into the new year. There's a lot of chocolate, a lot of nibbles. Going out, yeah, on the table that we're just across from, and we've had a bit to drink this evening. So it's <laughs> so uh, yeah. Preface the fact of you know any drink that's going on is you know just talking a load of nonsense. I'm sure you'll all appreciate uh, it. Really, yeah. I talk nonsense most of the time. So the the main thing goal of this is really just having a look back over the year what we've covered in terms of the, f- the films we've looked at and watched and see if there's anything we, you know what we've liked mm-hmm. what we've really liked what we've hated yeah and and other things like that so we'll just having a, just a general chit chat about it really like a little end year review, isn't it? This is what like yeah. you get at work, <laughs> but in a lot more of a relaxed atmosphere. Yeah. Um. Funnily enough, me and Paul were talking just I think was it like maybe a couple of days ago, mm. saying that actually, oh no, it's on Christmas Day actually. You because obviously Paul gets all these DVDs, you know, to build up his library. Blu-rays. Or, oh, or, sorry. Or 4K. I know you <laughs> use the term DVDs, but it's it's just an easy way of saying it for some reason that people go, oh, yeah, I know what you mean, but it's always DVDs now, just like, oh, the quality on them is just... <laughs> couldn't even... <laughs> well, yeah. you even educated me, didn't you, in, in 4K, and I actually saw Wonderful Life in... Yeah, we watched that the other night, and it's, I'm, I'm actually shocked that you, you kind of said... You said that was, like, one of the best transfers you've seen and thinking wow okay really i think it's my photography eye i think i could see it with more the fact that there wasn't so much color and everything like that going on because it's such a basic black and white white. film yeah it stands out more for for me it did and the fact of the age of the film and all of that so i knew how old it was and i think because i'd seen it prior yeah it helped to kind of reflect on that so yeah we had a bit of a cry on that one. Oh, I did, yeah, I did. Oh, he was really so cute. <laughs> touched me at the end. I don't know. And the more and more I've seen it now, it just gets me a bit more at the end. I don't know what it is about it, but it just really, it's really just sweet and sentimental. It's it's, it's wonderful, it is. I, it, obviously, I, yeah. a wonderful <laughs> life. Yeah. But weirdly enough, I was okay because I knew what the ending was. I felt, I felt <laughs> well, quite stable. I was all right. I'm surprised. I don't know well, what was wrong with me that night. But I think I'd had a bit too much to drink. <laughs> but it really did touch me. It's, 
which is a fantastic film anyway it is so and i think it's one of my favorites i think it's more of a staple of christmas anyway certainly one of my favorite christmas books. oh it's the meaning of christmas yeah. it's the people getting together trying to get everybody to help and fix and it's that community thing mm-hmm. and i i think i'm your mary I, I, <laughs> i'm sorry yeah every behind every brilliant man there's always a fantastic woman yeah. and that, that is literally what that film's showing isn't it because mary is wonderful she's actually a little bit more my favorite than george bailey this time around which was strange yeah did you say that it kind of said like a cynical thing of, of me being like him or complain about stuff when you've been like trying to be like the chipper one yeah about everything <laughs> encourage yeah. you yeah, along yeah yeah <laughs> so um so there was also um where i was going with this actually mm. was the fact of we were reviewing when we'd gone to the cinema, and I know obviously with COVID and everything like that, we actually did manage to get three cinema sessions in, didn't we? Before everything kind of kicked off. That was like beginning of the year, yeah. Yeah, we really wanted to start kind of doing that more often, we were saying, didn't we? That's something we wanted to do. Yeah, in between the uh, whole thing of, you know, like, just, you know, what Sophie hadn't seen really, it had been, the idea was also to have the thing of going to, you know, like more modern things like going to cinema trips and seeing things mm-hmm. that we both hadn't seen and giving them, you know, like most people would do like a review of a new film that had just come out and yeah. reflect on that. But it's been a bit trickier, even when the cinemas were reopened. It's a bit like I'm not comfortable with... I especially didn't want to be wearing a mask unless I had to yeah. stuff my face with popcorn for the entire film. You know, it's just that kind of not feeling as comfortable. And I, I hope at some point it does come back to where you can go to the cinema, you can get your pick and mix and... All of that and your popcorn and really just enjoy yeah. that atmosphere because yeah. it, it does make a difference. It really does. In terms of things that are, were due to come out, I don't know if that's going to happen next year, but like something I was particularly excited for was going to be like the King Kong versus Godzilla film that was due to be released because I think that's, that is very much something that would be on the big, to enjoy on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the love for like monster films and stuff, it would be. Oh, Fantastic. don't we know about that? We had the whole session on that, didn't we? Actually, looking at the monster films, yeah. we had one... Monster March. Two, three, four, five... Whoa, whoa, what? No. Six? Godzilla's a monster film. Oh, no. That was on the same thing, but we did we covered it in four sessions. But literally, there were six films. Uh, yeah. King Kong was twice, so that's... Yes, so that was, that was in one session. It was in one yeah. session, but it's still two films, Paul. Yeah. So it classes it's comparison. still six... <laughs> Yeah. In total. Yeah. No, I feel like we should have done... I, I'm going to be smart next year. Mm. Cramming six Christmas films. That's only if it works. Come on, we could like do like, like two Christmas carols. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You could do like that, for example. Yeah. So there we go. That's already two sorted. Yeah. Um, which would I would definitely want to see your comparisons on. The Muppets Christmas Carol. And then your favourite classic. The Patrick Stewart one, yeah. Yeah, I'd yeah, like... yeah, I think that would be actually interesting, actually, in terms of a, a thing, because it's, it, I kind of, you kind of watch them and it's like, you try and pick out the dialogue, because obviously Christmas Carol is a very prominent thing is for a Christmas film, mm-hmm. and there's obviously been various versions of it, and certain ones take different spins on it and take certain elements from the scripture, and so there's obviously some lines that are said and obviously appear in quite a few of them, but then there's other ones where they 
to take a different approach to it. Obviously, the Muppets is more so, obviously, because it's what it is. But um, more child friendly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that w- that would be something of interest for the maybe next year or. or we should note that down and take a mental note because yeah. I will forget because literally mm-hmm. we're talking about a year's time here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, just on the the brief, talking about the Monster March thing would. I think that would be another good thing to do again. And whole monster march movie. Oh. Because I've got loads of there's loads of different ones that you can in this, in in Now, I'm not going to lie. Some stuff, so I think the highest one was like Jaws, I think, and mm-hmm. it was a King obviously the King Kong but the like remake. The remake one for you, yeah. Yeah. I think the original one I really really struggled a little bit with to kind of keep up and kind of want to watch it. I know that sounds really horrible, but it was just really old and kind of, you could see the datedness of the film. Okay. I don't know if I'd want to do a full Monster March, unless Mm. you're going to kind of not, well, I don't really know what other ones you can put in there, unless they're going to be more updated. Yeah, yeah, I could certainly think of things. I got, obviously, like when I was thinking about it this year, there was like options, like so many choices, but I think I'll like, we'll save them for another time, mm. kind of thing, or for Halloween because they kind of fall into the same <laughs> sort of category. But if you're saying you'd prefer more modernish ones, i.e., not too like too early, like black and white or anything like that, then fair enough. There's 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 I options, think but you could probably put a mixture in. But I'm just thinking. I know from like the King Kong one and the older, like. Godzilla, yeah. I think it was... I know, actually, I've probably scored the older Godzilla on this higher. one higher. Oh, well, but, yeah, that is definitely the case, because, I mean, that was... I know I put down... I was a toss-up between a four and a five when I rated mm-hmm. it, but I think I really am leaning towards a four. Yeah. With that, as much as that was, like, my first introduction to Godzilla when I was a kid, looking back on it <laughs> now, and just Matthew Broderick with his robot acting... <laughs> It's just so, just just terrible in mm. everything, and it just the only same grace is the fact that even I think even back when I was a child, I was like rooting for him, Godzilla himself being like oh, yes. thwarting the the humans because that was just the how I I, th- I thought I was like yes the monsters winning and he's out I, I everybody. actually prefer the monster probably to the humans but I think that's the same in life I I'm such an animal person that I would prefer an animal mm-hmm. I'd rather save an animal than a human I know that sounds really horrible but I feel like the human can try and do something or it can be more vo- vocal yeah whereas like an animal can't be so you've got to do something mm-hmm. yeah however I do think to be honest Compared to Monster March, mm-hmm. my favourite kind of monthly yeah. thing would have been the Hitchcock. Yeah, I was just about to go on to saying that because I said that to you last time. There was well, there's, there's plenty of other Hitchcock films that we didn't cover, some of which I haven't seen as well. So mm. from that the box that I got, and um, I'd like to I would revisit some of the lesser known ones and also other ones that. I haven't seen myself, so that'd be a good I, thing. hundred percent, I'm on. Definitely do that. That's yeah. On board for that. I'm yeah. not going to say no because I actually did highly score quite a few of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. Yeah, it, Which... you, you know, I didn't hold back on my scoring on those at all, and I think that's something where 
I would definitely want to. I think I did, gave it quite. I think the only one was birds. That was yeah, it's quite the lowest seven for you and eight for me. But, mm. but everything but else get, is like a high that, nine. Yeah, because that was maybe in a sense dated, and it certainly showed seen in the higher depth. <laughs> really, I suppose I can get that. For for back in the day, it would have been terrifying, which mm-hmm. I can kind of understand. But it's yeah, it's a especially bit of now that we're from it, but where we're living at the moment, we do have like we feed the birds, and we've got like a bird feeder, and there's. I don't know, sometimes now when I watch the birds, there's this eerie thing, especially with, like, seagulls, with the way that they kind of squawk. Yeah. I can kind of... The birds does somewhat come into my head, so it's obviously left some impacts on me. But I still think from the Hitchcock... Yeah, thankfully we haven't had any seagulls crashing into no. the door yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank God. Yeah. Um, but from the Hitchcock um, mm. month, yeah. I think my favourite, and it still is um, Rear Window... Yeah. For me, obviously, but you've got George J- Bailey. He's not George Bailey. James but... Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you seem to quite like him as an actor. But oh, I love him to bits. Yeah, he's, he's very good. I, I kind of wish he was still around because he would be a lovely person. He'd be like one of them people that I'd want on my bucket lists to meet. Yeah. Because he'd hope, I, I, or I would hope. Mm. I know, obviously, actors are actors, but part of me thinks he just seems to be such a lovely, such a charismatic. Genuine, yeah. yeah. Man, and I hope that that's how he is actually. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's a true gentleman, you know. Yeah, he probably would be, yeah. And I feel like, sorry, Paul, if he was around, you know, if he if he really liked me, you know, <laughs> <laughs> he's quite. You don't know. He's just got that lovely appeal mm-hmm. to him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. So, is there any particular favourites that we've kind of covered up from this list that we're looking Looking at my tens. Yeah. So I've kind of like circled them and yeah. it's a pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so my tens consist of The Bachelor, mm-hmm. which we both scored tens. Yeah. Pretty Woman, which was for my birthday special. And I'm hoping we can do something like that again. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, next Every, year. Yeah yeah. 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 I feel like that's a thing. And we'll get some like little sweets and stuff and do them hot dogs that we did, you mm-hmm. know, and yeah. kind of make it special. La La Land, which was for your birthday, I believe. Yes, it was, yeah. I gave that a 10. Yeah. And I think I'm quite stingy with my 10s. That is it. So you can tell. Yeah, you're very hard to please, apparently. Yeah, but all chick flicks, technically. Yes, they have that sort of theme running throughout. Mm-hmm. Them. Whereas for me, I think, let me just check through my notes. So I've got... Love Actually, mm-hmm. The Shining, yeah, favorite, one of my favourite films, tied with Jurassic Park, mm. um, La La Land, um, Up. Yeah, I'm surprised that I only scored Up a nine, I mean, but I'm thinking maybe that's because it made me cry. I feel like, I know that that's not a bad thing. No, it's not. But... That's, I think that's what, as daft as it sounds, that's one of the things that's, because it... It makes me feel emotion. I feel like that sort of attachment to it because it sort of relates to real life in a way. And it's. I think the reason why I marked it so low is because sometimes I'm one of those that I'm such an emotional person Hmm. that if I know it's going to make me cry, I kind of avoid it. Hmm. So, like, I've been avoiding watching up for a while, hadn't I? Because I'd seen parts of it on the telly and stuff. Yeah. But I think that's why I don't go out of my way to make myself cry. But it's one of those things that, because I, I always know 
obviously after seeing the cinema and everything, it made me sad then. And mm. then obviously seeing consecutively throughout the various viewings I've had of it. I know it's going to make me cry, but I, I kind of look past, obviously, what, still watching that and knowing I'm going to cry, but and then but enjoying the rest of it as well. And thing after after the that little brief couple of moments where oh, that happens, me. but, but it, it's, it's so heartbreaking. But as many people know, but and I think it kind of especially even worse when you've got like a loved one in your life and you know yeah. like you're gonna grow old together. Yeah. And yeah, then and, yeah, but one of them's not really it's, around. I know it's inevitable, but it's you don't need to think about it. <laughs> no, it's not. I do think I score more generously for a nine though. Hmm. So. Yeah, okay, you've given more tens just by one point. Yeah. Like just you've one given more. extra. Yeah. yeah. So with not much difference, but my nines. Mm-hmm. So obviously we did two in two thousand nineteen. That sounds so strange to say. Like, yeah, we did before we got proper serious about it, yeah. And they were Kiki's delivery, which was like I gave it a seven slash eight. I think I'd probably give it an eight now, to be fair. Like yeah. I love um all the gib- Ghibli. Ghibli. Yeah. And I was gonna say Ghibli. Um, well, it's that's a debate. It's some people have say some people say that's Ghibli. Some people say Ghibli, but I think it is Gib- Ghibli. Like a J. Ghibli sounds weird it's, though. Yeah, but that's how high Miyazaki says it. So okay, anyway. well you must be right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so you still you think he an eight. Yeah, I yeah. think so. I think it, a seven was... I was trying to be a little bit probably harsh on it, and I think, really, to be fair, it is what it is, and it's a lovely piece of work, and you mm-hmm. have to kind of take it for that. Mm-hmm. Um, And then Ghostbusters. I'm surprised I've scored this so highly. Um, a nine. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was just because I enjoyed it, and it was like, oh, Paul's being easy to me on Halloween. Or because yeah, I think, as well, with my scoring at the beginning... I'm quite surprised how I did score score things. Score thing. Yeah, not as maybe not as critical as you thought. Yeah, I think so, and I think really actually, I don't think I think probably it'd have been late would have been more sufficient apt. like mine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's classic, obviously, but it is, but it it is outdated, and you can kind of see certain things like with the dogs and everything like yeah, that. Like that it, it <laughs> yeah. doesn't look that great. Yeah, I'm still not changing my score for Borat though. Yeah, so that, that'll lead on to the. The fact of what our worst ones are, and obviously for you, that is <laughs> the lowest score out of all of our things. We've, that's including mine, and that's a two for you. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, it probably could go to a one. It was that <laughs> rubbish. Like I'm not even gonna uh, change my score. I, I'm not. I'm not. It. It's not gonna go up, is, basically. Yeah. Two is generous. <laughs> oh, and the fact God. that you made me watch the other one. What did I score that? Mm. I don't think we we did we didn't give an official score in like actual review because we changed what we were gonna we were gonna cover. So you but put me through it for no reason, not even the, the value yeah. of scoring it. I think it I'm shite. sure I'm sure you gave that a higher one because you you kind of like the, the girl the girl in it, but I it did, was certainly higher than a two. I know that much. But that scene with the period period yeah. oh that I couldn't I couldn't watch you know one of those where you're like oh my goodness what am I watching I just can't I can't watch it anymore. We know you and your cringe comedy is just not a no-go with you. I hate them. I hate it. It's like, why make me feel that way? I hate feeling that way. Like, I don't want... When you're watching really a film, cool. you want to feel joy, you want to feel happiness, maybe a little bit of sadness. Do you want to feel cringy? No. You can do that in your own life by 
doing things yourself. You don't need a movie to make you feel that way. True. <laughs> That's, I, just, I don't know. It's like... Just... But, but then again, you could say the same for you don't want to f- feel sadness because you can feel that in real life. But if it touches you in a way that does so, it's kind of like yeah. you feel a bit, you know, that you feel... It I think that works special, better but... than cringe. I prefer to feel a bit more sad, sad. Yeah. than feel completely okay. cringed out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'd rather watch up and mm-hmm. have that upsetting moment... Then move past it, yeah. Then a full-on cringy Borat film. Or Adam Sandler. Oh, no, we're not, we're not even... I bet you were thinking, oh, 2021, we'll slip in Adam Sandler. No. The only way we're going to do that... Yeah, go on. ...is if you watch a Tom Cruise movie. Well, we've talked about this well, didn't we? So, I think there's... That is the only way I am watching an Adam Sandler film. Okay. There is there is one... Oh, you don't get to pick which Tom oh, no, Cruise no. film. Mm? You don't get to pick which Tom Cruise film. No, I'm saying about the Adam Sandler one. Ah, okay. That's a, one of his... I know you didn't really... I tried to make... I tried to make you. Yeah, you tried to tried, make tried me. to the uncut gems, mm. but you were, you were his still His voice not... was getting on my nerves. Which I don't... It's like, does he actually speak like that? Like, I don't understand. Like, it's high-pitched and just annoying. It's just an mm. annoying voice. Anyway, there's another film where he's a bit more in a serious role, and it shows that he can. He's got. He's, Don't he's, say he's, got the, he's, got, he's got the potential of of being that, but I think that's probably if there was a film for you to watch, that probably the one to. What is it? To it's called Punch Drunk Love. The title's not capturing me there, but I'll give. We'll see. We'll see okay. how we get we'll on. We'll see if we can. Him, but um mm. might need to be a little bit more white wine spritzer for me to mm-hmm. watch that mm-hmm. um for me in terms of my worst looking through my list i really think I well i mean lion king is three that is really just because it's like the first one is the, the original is so dear to my heart and then they just when they did this live action and it's. I think it's a little bit harsh. And it's um, just like, just why, do, why do this? Why take but, something that's so precious to most people, and just, just do what you did? And it's like, there's no need <laughs> other than show off the fact. Oh, look what we can do with anime, like CGI these days. And it's like, yeah, sure, you do it, do it in the original story or something. Don't have to actually copy what was absolutely perfect to begin with. I think you were really biased with this though, because this was like one of your favourite yeah, yeah. Disney's. So I think you were a little bit biased, but it's just I didn't mark um, it very high. I marked it a five slash a six. What well, What would you actually? Would you take it five or would you just give it six? I think Beyonce really, really annoyed me in this film okay. from what I can remember. Yeah, and it was like, oh, literally, why don't we just call it Beyonce film? So I think it'd probably go to a five just okay. for that factor mm-hmm. and the fact that I do love the original. Mm-hmm. Like you, and I think yeah. it is a classic. It doesn't need to be messed with, but I understand that they could do. Mm-hmm. I understand that people need to move with the times. It needs to grow and develop, and things like that need to change. But I think that it just fell flat a little bit. Sometimes the classics just have to stay classics, don't yeah, they, for a reason. They, yeah, they shouldn't. This is why it's annoying me with it. like in like with the Aladdin, the remake of. At least Flash. they twisted that though. I didn't mind Will Smith. I feel like you were a bit harsh on him. Mm-hmm. I think he did a really good job. I know he had high standards of how to, you know, yeah. 
live up to, but... I mean, obviously not as much of an attachment with that as Lion King, but that still was just like... I know I was a bit late to the party with watching the actual Aladdin animated version anyway, but you can't beat Robin Williams. No, you can't. But then it's not fair to even compare. No, as we discussed, but... Yeah, but there was the one that we were both sat on the same fence about with scoring, which was Leprechaun. Oh, the only thing good about that was Jennifer Aniston, wasn't it? Yeah, if you can (laughs) say that, but... It was interesting to see her starring in a new, like, her first, like, acting Proper acting role than Friends, yeah. But I feel like they're just... Poor Wally Davis. I know, it's like, I can't can't believe, like, how bad it was seen it so recently. Like, I'd seen it once before and kind of just thought nothing of it, really. But then it's like, with a critical eye, it's just like, God, this is awful. Really, really awful. Yeah. Not even like. I don't think it helps when I'm just sat there looking like, why the hell are we watching this? And it's not, it wasn't even scary. It was just a bit of a joke, really. And you know me with jokey films. Mm -hmm. Mm. Hmm. Another one, though, that I think I would want to score higher Mm. was 10 Things I Hate About You. And I know. Mm. Really? Yeah, I think it's classic. I love it. I love Heath Ledger in it. And I think a nine is good. I think maybe you swayed me a little bit to probably undermark it a little bit. But for me, I really do like it. And I think you gave it... Well, I shouldn't have to have made that... No, but you gave it a lower score. So then you kind of opened up my eyes like to certain things, which annoys me a little bit. Because, like, for example, me and my mum were watching Christmas with the Cranks. It's been a favourite film of ours for, like, years. It's like a, a Christmas tradition to watch Christmas with the Cranks. Hmm. And because of you, <laughs> I was looking at it and it was annoying me. And I'm thinking, Paul Parks, this is I, your fault. I, I call that a win from, on my part, but I can't believe it taking you this long to realise how you're on about cringe things. And that is like one, like definitely full of cringe. This is why it's like, it was how like, can you not see this? With the hickory ham bit where it was rolling down yeah. the street. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. This would never happen. I know. And I was thinking... Why are you saying this, Sophie? You've watched this many times and it's never been a problem. And I was like, is that Paul Parks' fault? <laughs> Ruining one of the greatest Christmas films it's, I it's... ever enjoyed. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of happy about selfishly happy about the fact that you've kind of come seen the light on it a little bit. I'll more, still watch it though. That's fine. It if, won't if, take if it. You, if you enjoy it, that, that's fine. But I mean, I'm just pointing out the fact that it's like it's not for me. This is what I'm. Nice me if you like. The fact that I'm insane about how cringy it is, it's just just not like what is this? I do still love Tim the Truman Taylor and um, what's his face? Because I, I, I saw, I think I saw a clip on somebody who posted on Instagram or something or somewhere, Twitter, and it was that bit where he's Tim Allen's got that, like, oh, I've done Botox, something, and it's oh, like, I and know. thinking, oh my god, just even just that as an example of like cringe, that's just so <sighs> shit. I know, I know, I know, but yeah. I still think it's one of my favourite, but the Grinch is probably, we haven't even done that, have we? We could actually get two double whammies here for Grinch next year, I need to be savvy. Three, there's, well, oh. the, the one we haven't even seen, which is the, the original short animation one. Yeah. The the, the one that you watch. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, the Grinch. Yes. And the, the new one, which... I mean, yeah, mm. it's like, uh, yeah, mm. yeah, 
Yeah. Leave things alone. When mm-hmm. Jim Carrey does it the best, nobody else needs to come in and do mm-hmm. it. Going on to Jim Carrey, mm-hmm. The Truman Show. Mm. Both actually did eight laid eight milks and what is it? Eight milks and eight maids and Alkin. Right there we go. So both gave it eight eight, mm-hmm. and I do think it actually kind of made me really really sad actually remembering back from it. Mm. So I don't think my score changed just for the fact that it was emotional, and I do think it was brilliantly done by Jim Carrey. But I think an eight. It's quite solid scoring, and I think I don't know if if you agree. I don't think that would change with that really. Yeah, it was a very enjoyable thing. It's a very solid performance by him. I don't think Jim Carrey, mark me if I'm wrong, Mm. has ever done really a rubbish performance. Maybe in later years, is not his wacky self thing. Maybe I mean we we kind of put on the other night. I think it was just a bit of like a zone veg out kind of thing. We put I put on. Dumb and Dumber for you, but I don't know what you thought of him in that. I didn't mind him actually, which is I, weird. Because I, I thought you might be like, this is a bit, this is a bit cringe. Comedy, it is a little but... bit, but I think Jim Carrey kind of, he does it so well, but, it's okay. But there was like certain things I remember, like comedy beats in that. I'm thinking, well, Sophie might appreciate this. Might you know, with like, do you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but there was a bit, and you said you knew you didn't know that bit, but you knew something else when they were doing some other singing bit in the that car thing. I was like, oh, really? That's the bit you remember? I can't even remember what the. It's the dinner. Yeah, something. But you knew that, but you didn't know the other bit, which is more prominent as a thing. Well, it's like me knowing the Indiana Andy. Why can I not say it? Indiana Jones theme. Theme. But you've never seen Indiana Jones. No. I know it. Mm. Why I know it. I don't know why I know it. It's just in my it's head. Pop, just pop culture, I think. It's weird. Um, just like the E.T. and things like that. Phone home. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't think I changed the score on E.T. I'm so sorry. That's fine. I think I'm quite yeah. happy with how I scored yeah. it. What did I score it again? Oh, a six. Oh, that is harsh. <laughs> but well, true. I give it a seven, but that's... I, said my reasons for that because he freaked me out as a little yeah and i just to be yeah. honest i think not really my bag i i know other people really do enjoy it but i just mm-hmm. don't think it was for me mm-hmm. which is not a bad thing i guess it's just being honest no um a couple of things that like for which i thought i was going to do like more at least one more other thing through the year hmm. um because we obviously did Reservoir Dogs being like the first one, proper one of 2020, um, a Quentin Tarantino film. And we only did one other um, Tarantino film, which was Pulp Fiction, like his follow-up. Mm-hmm. I, I did think that we were going to try and fit another one in this year, but I guess that didn't work out with other stuff that we had going on. Um, so... I'm guessing, I suppose, for next year would be to maybe fit another couple ones in because he's got a good good list of filmography stuff. Yeah, so, I like the way he does it with his filming and the yeah. camera kind of idea and such. Yeah. And the stories are quite depth and... in depth. Yeah, I, I do think I prefer Pulp Fiction, though, over Reservoir. Yeah, that's fine. I understand that, yeah. But, I think you're um... the other... Well, actually, no, I think you probably even keel, aren't you? Yeah, pretty much. Um, so yeah, the next one would be 
Jackie Brown, I believe, which isn't my favourite one, to be honest, but uh, maybe if I see it again in a more... As a, I haven't seen it in a good while, so my views might change. But then, obviously, I think the ones that come later on are more exciting anyway. Um, so that would be something for something in the future to mm. do, I think. And also reflecting on things, when I'm thinking, like, oh, right, what should we talk about? anime and stuff and Japanese things because we're obsessed <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't I'm looking through this there wasn't actually many Jap- Kiki's. anime stuff that we did at the throughout the year I thought we'd done way more loads mm. maybe it was just more the back end really but oh, so I think we started at the beginning as well because you've got Kiki's Delivery got your name um, Weathering with you, you which was our sort of like joint review like looking back on something we'd already seen and then a cinema trip yeah um to coincide with that yeah um then it you, seems to pause you, yeah for a good while then you are umaso which was oh. oh that was that was fantastic i did i really that. wish they'd make a blu-ray or something of that or mm. something because it's like it's a shame that it's only available on like youtube or when we yeah. where we saw it but um because that was yeah that was, that, was, that was really good. Then, um, then Ponyo. Pon, Ponyo. Ponyo. No, Pompoko. With Pompoko. One of our guests. Lovely Taya. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Tokyo Godfathers at the Massive for the Christmas one. Yeah, Christmas. Yeah. Mm. No, I, I definitely, certainly want to re- revisit that one again, I think. Um, struggling to find that as annoyingly. Maybe it's just because of the time of year, but... I don't know why, you know, it's one of those things where I kick myself, like, because we hadn't seen it for so long, as in, like, actually sitting down to watch it, out of the DVD for a while. I wanted to get the Blu-ray, and it's and the Blu-ray's been, like, available for what seems like forever since of <laughs> thing, and then I've now watched it, and now for some reason I can't seem to get a hold of the Blu-ray at a, a decent price, so it's like... Maybe it's just because of the time of year. So maybe, maybe hopefully in the new year I want to get hold of Blu-ray copies for obviously high-def copy of it. And then just like that be a new thing to watch every year kind of thing. Yeah, because, no, I don't blame because, you for that. Because it's it... really good. I don't know why I even thought I wasn't going to be like, hmm, is this going to be good? I really um, thought, I, I don't know what I thought, but I didn't think it was going to be what no. it was. I really struggled to want to watch it and i think that it's my fault that we put it off for so long because i was like i was thinking godfather like actual godfather mm. which yeah. is not not really is it so no. but i've got it in my head that no. it was that and thinking i'm that's really i'm really a, a more like a kicking myself about that but i'm sure it'll oh, even, it even will. if you have to pay a bit more than i thought i was going to do but i'm sure maybe by next year we'll get thing but if there was a way to get that you know what we went to mention the love actually one about that oh, Japanese love... version of the love actually one. If you can find that by some means, that would be fantastic. Just yeah. to, to to do a review on that. I would really, really enjoy that. I yeah. know you sent me the trailer. Yeah. And there was so many different kind of stories yeah. within that. I think and... not as many, but yeah, that it'd be really good to kind of see that their adaptation of it, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. Um other things to do for future would be also to have more guests on. We did, obviously, we just mentioned Taya. Yeah. For Pompoko. 
Um, she was fantastic. And... She was brilliant. And if anything, she actually swayed me to mark it higher because <laughs> she was just so lovely. She yeah. And the history behind it that she gave, I think, yeah, so much was knowledge. Yeah, very much helpful, yeah. Yeah. Um, we also had our very first one, which was Nick Verwerder. Uh, yes. His director. I'm hoping he's he's doing well with his his projects that he's working on now. Yeah, he kind of was trying to do some remotely, wasn't he? Kind yeah. of things with everything going on in the world. Yeah. Um. So that. But I mean, that was that was a really good film that he picked out for one of his what he said was one of his favorites. I don't think I would ever even at a glance at that one if he hadn't told us about it. And that was the art of self defense. Yeah. Yeah. So... A bit of like that indie indie film that was that, that karate one yeah it was there was the karate one yeah yeah i've marked that quite low actually a seven but i think i was quite early on in this and to be fair oh sorry <laughs> chucking my pen everywhere yeah. to be fair i think he didn't really plan that very well he made me watch fight club beforehand mm-hmm. and i know that sounds daft but it's like then a karate one which was quite intense but he did actually quite sway me with what the way he talked about it because initially I think I'd have scored it actually lower. Mm-hmm. So once he'd kind of explained his views, it did help. That sounds kind of bad when you put it that way, doesn't it? Because like, oh, well, yeah, you convinced me, so therefore I must give it a higher score because of that. I guess it does sound bad, but, but I think I need sometimes a bit of coaxkin. Yeah. And explaining. With things, yeah. Yeah, and I think you do that as well. I think this is the whole reason behind why we're doing this mm-hmm. is to help me kind of get a little bit more into film, mm-hmm. understand it a bit more. Yeah. So I was saying, good on him really for picking that film and putting me out of my comfort yeah. zone a little bit. We saw the a bit later on in the year we'd watched that. Um, do you remember Vivarium, which was like the same two actors in that? Mm-hmm. It was Jesse Eisenberg and Imogen Poots. Mm-hmm. Which name always makes me laugh. Indian <laughs> boots. Um, in that sort of like indie horror mm. comedy, so they, they obviously they work well together in the the roles that they do. Yeah, so. they do. So that was and that was quite an interesting film. Anyway, it was a bit weird, but um, you like your weird ones, though, don't I you? I do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're a bit weird. And of course, we had Mike Militello on um, the boat that rocked, and that was like a couple of weeks before we spoke to Taya about Pompoko. Yeah, we kind of seemed to get a lot of fun. Quite a few, didn't yeah. we, guests at the back end? end. Yeah, the back end, yeah. It went really well. Um but no, it was quite good actually with that one. And again, I think it was quite a bit of a fun chat. I felt like I you know, obviously we kind of get these guests on and Paul reaches out to these people mm. and he's really good at it. And I love how we haven't spoken to him properly, we've only probably just messaged it one mm. another, get on a call and you've got something in common, you've watched the same film, and how the conversation can just flow. It's amazing, it's brilliant. Yeah. And it, I really, really enjoyed it. And I'd have any of these, I'd even join theirs, or I'd become... Yeah. Or they can come again. on again. Yes, yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and lastly, but not least, we took part of one which... Yes. Um. When we, I was recording this... We've already done the recording of it, but we are featuring on somebody else's podcast. Uh, that will be coming out in January time, and that is 100 Things You Learned From Film podcast. So we won't spoil it too much, 
but definitely go and check them out and check what we've had to say. Paul was all over this one. He gave so many facts about this movie because he loves it to bits. Me, um, I kind of, well, I don't really know what I gave to it, but I think there was some laughs, so hopefully you'll enjoy it. Yeah, that's all we'll say. But um, yeah, look for, out for that from them in the future. Most certainly, and they are doing so well, so definitely check them out and follow them. Yeah, I've definitely and- learned stuff from their podcast, what I've listened to, so... Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the booze? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. He's on the red rum. That's what he's red on. Red rum. Well, the spice rum. <laughs> More specifically. <laughs> rum and coke. So I feel like that's kind of if we go now from red rum mm. into Halloween week mm-hmm. or year, month. Felt like yeah. a year. <laughs> Might as well have been. Mm. So... We've obviously touched on The Shining being your favourite. Mm-hmm. I liked it as an 8.5. I know it really chilled me. I think that's why it didn't go to a 9 or a 10, mm-hmm. just for the fear factor. Yeah. I've noticed my emotions play a lot on this. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, there was Halloween, which I marked as a 6, and I still don't think I'm changing my mind on that. It was just a bit that. weak acting, and the best person who acted was the man that didn't speak and wore the mask. No, he's very intimidating. He's yeah. Just, just presence but you wouldn't get anything out of the re the, the well there's there's been remakes to be fair but i mean the sequels and stuff <laughs> yeah i don't know i'm not gonna force you to do it don't worry good but that's just my thing but it's i really high that in high regard it's one of the classics it's mm. i know i only get 8.5 8. but it's one of it's up there in terms of like very good halloween films for halloween so Definitely preferred the woman in black. Yeah, we never did. Unfortunately, never did really watch Angel, Angel of Death, which is like the follow up to the Daniel Radcliffe one. But um, maybe in our own time, we'll just put that on. Maybe you know, you could just wallop it in for Halloween, mm. and then that's an easy one, isn't it? For yeah, me? maybe. Yeah, mm. you want to do it that uh, way? No, he's not going to do that because obviously he's going to make Halloween yes, even. Extra there's so many other ones. Though, oh, I'm thing. not ready because I was. That was such a difficult one to pick out because I gave you a list of now of like things. Yeah, that and like, I didn't oh, want to tick any. <laughs> um, really reluctant. Do, but um, the sort of sprinkle things in because again, like I said about for the Monster March being like a thing where you could have some certain things f- that coincide with Halloween for that one because they are of, of that nature anyway. Mm. So. Um, we did also do the Doctor Sleep, which is kind of linking with The Shining. Yeah, but I felt that was a given because you didn't get to see it at the cinema with me because of thinking you wouldn't have got anything from it, not knowing anything about The Shining. So that's yeah. why I thought, well, I'll bundle that in as part of that. Bless him, you went to the cinema all by yourself, didn't you? Yeah, felt really guilty. I was like, I'll go see it. I don't think I'll like it, but I'll go. Arthur wishes everybody a Merry Christmas as well, don't you, Arthur? If you want to know who Arthur is, he's our cat. He's a little white cat, and we got him last year. I don't know if you can hear him purring into the microphone now. He's just made that very hairy. And Paul's like, leave my microphone alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, we got him last year. Um, so he was our kind of Christmas present, wasn't he, to each other? That's, yeah. that's like, all we said we were going to get. And he's a little rescue cat from the Cat's Protection. Yeah. And he is, believe it or not, 
11 years old. He's a little old man. He doesn't act like it at all. No, he doesn't. He acts like a little kitten. He's now smelling the after eights. <laughs> oh, do we like those after eights? Hmm? Sorry. Anyways, getting distracted here. It's so good that this is meant to be a casual one, isn't it? Yeah. And downtime, so Paul doesn't have as much editing to do. So we will excuse If any, any, any editing at all. <laughs> this one, I don't know. I think it's going quite well, no? Yeah, I do. So... Do you want to touch on Christmas then? Since obviously we've done Love Actually in Tokyo. You marked Noel very harshly as a four. Are you wanting to change that? Honestly, I don't think I do. Noel, Noel. No, I think that's a bit harsh. I think it's definitely Christmas, Paul, and you know. Yeah. I still think you should change things. Oh, come on, you. So we were on about Noel. I'm sorry, we've just had to get rid of Arthur um, because he was being naughty with the microphone and you would have not heard anything apart from purring. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think... There's nothing going to change with that, unfortunately. I know it's meant to be holy jolly. Have a holy jolly Christmas. And all that, but it's just too sickeningly sweet, like I said, for it. It's, I know that might be like... Well, that's what Christmas is all about, yeah, being it all is. that kind of thing. But it just didn't do anything for me, unfortunately. So I'll stick with It's a Wonderful Life. Mm, and, yeah, I guess when you say it that way. It, and, yeah. And just more the general wise of What like, about but, last Christmas? Maybe on another viewing, it might that might change. I but, feel like it might, yeah. But I think it's just, as it stands, I, that probably won't change too much. <laughs> But maybe go for a point, maybe. But maybe. I feel like it's worthy of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But again, like maybe maybe not next Christmas to watch it, but in a couple in a year's time or after that. I don't know. But yeah. Um I think it's quite funny as well. I've just been looking here, mm. Gangster Squad. Mm-hmm. This was one of our first films we actually saw in the cinema. I think it was our first yeah. date. Date, date. Date in the cinema, yeah. Yeah, so obviously we watched Love Actually. It's our first one we've ever seen together. But this was when me and Paul kind of were at each other's house. Mm-hmm. Whereas Gangster Squad is our first film which we went into. And funnily enough, we both marked it a lot lower than what probably we originally would have done if we'd have come out of the cinema. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And marked like it. Which is quite sad, really, because I actually remember it being... But actually, I don't know if I'd have thought it was even worse because I wasn't really, I didn't really enjoy it. There's been a lot of things I've paid for that I haven't enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It's, I think at the time it would, it was probably be a lot higher than what I gave it, 6.5. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it was kind of like, I wasn't really as... You were more just honed in on yeah. Emma Stone. Yeah, you? I think it was, yeah, like, the oh pretty red dress and yeah, yeah. hair and I mean don't get me wrong, she still looked great in it from watching it then. Hey, but... hey, hey. But um Well I'll say that. <laughs> um I think one of the things that maybe like a percentage because I gave the shape of water mm. eight point five. Yeah. I think we'll probably give that a nine. We'll give that extra five point. That Is that with that funny fish thing? Yeah. 
it does actually quite it's quite it's quite poignant and quite nice actually yeah um and i do think i gave it a 7.5 mm -hmm. um i'm not going to change it because i think i want to re-watch it and mm -hmm. kind of see what i get from it but yeah. i do think it's one of those films where i think it, the more you watch it the more value you get but i don't think there's a film where you'd get more value from which mm. you actually paid for to go and see mm. in our drive-through experience Mm. which was quite pricey for an old, old film that you'd seen. Mm -hmm. And actually now I want to ask you, so yeah. obviously the film we went to go see was Dirty Dancing. Dancing. Yeah. But you did actually have an option, Paul, between Pretty Woman, which I said to mm. you, you would get more value add. Yeah, I know. And you kind of wanted to still go and see Dirty Dancing. Dancing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I see. I got, it was only a 0.5 difference in terms of that. But mm. I really think... I think if we were given another watch, Pretty Woman, that is, <laughs> I don't really feel like I need to see Dead Anything again, I'm sorry. but I don't even think I need to see it again then, <laughs> okay. now that I've seen it. It yeah. is really, really weak acting, obviously, yeah. Patrick. I'd Like I say, if you want to enjoy it, get the soundtrack. Yeah. Pretty Woman, I think I would definitely watch I mean, got I got the Blu-ray especially for your birthday to, to watch that for your benefit, really. But yeah. I think... Because of that, because I'm thinking, well, it's more of a story here going on. Yeah. I think I would probably, maybe that would maybe bump to an eight, I think, if I give Ooh. it a couple of viewing, so. That makes me so happy because it's one of my favourites, mm -hmm. so yeah. it is I a think classic. There's a, lot, there's a lot more to it than Dirty Dancing is. I did but, say this to you. Yeah, that's why <laughs> I chose Dirty Dancing for that reasoning, because I think in it would, I'd, I'd be like, if you were watching struggling it at home. To, yeah, more focused watching it on my own screen rather than, I guess, it, and especially as it was pissing it down with rain when we were watching Dirty Dancing, having to try and watch that through the windscreen wipers. It's not a hard story to keep to up. up with, so, yeah. Yeah, no, I know what you're meaning, and mm -hmm. I think, to be fair, I don't think you'd have, if we'd have watched Dirty Dancing at, at home and you hadn't paid for it, I don't know if you'd have even carried on with it. I think you'd have probably been like, oh, I've had enough of this. Well, well I, I, I mean, I, mean I would have sat through it, but I would have, it's just, yeah, no, it's not the same. So it's kind of, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of like because I've never, I've never really walked. I don't know about you, I've never walked out of a cinema screening of. I have. Oh, uh, what's that, Glenn? What have you walked out of? I really don't want to say it because it's going to upset you. Oh, I was on. a lot you younger. Have to tell me now. Go on. Um, and the reason why we went was because obviously my mum, my sister, had come oh, the day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, you, yeah, you told me this, yeah. Um with this man that and it was kind of like a little bit of a blindish state it's uh -huh. um, funny enough she's still with him now so this, this man this like man. it sound like it was some like some dodgy character that well we didn't know did we you, you yeah, know. yeah yeah so me and my mum were like we're gonna go with you make sure everything's all right so pay for a movie ticket seemed <laughs> to get along quite well that did sarah and this guy that she's still with now for today well i think forever probably um <laughs> <laughs> so we um well, what was it? It was Batman. I think it was actually with Heath Ledger. The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. Mm. And yet still from this day, I haven't seen it all the way through. And I paid for it and I didn't see it all the way through. That's like one of the best. <laughs> well, I think she's been with him about 13 years now. So I'm 28. Like you, like, I won't, I'd have been about 13. Hmm. Maybe 14. Do you do the math? I wouldn't have been watching any Marvel at that point. It wasn't Marvel. 
I know, but I wouldn't have watched any, any DC or anything like yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, you'd still be on YouTube clicks, wouldn't you? Yeah, so for me, it was a bit of a slog. Um, I was like... Pfft. That was, I think that was one of the best cinematic experiences, mainly because when, obviously, when I went like with like a group of friends and everything, and it was one of those rare instances where people were like queuing up to go and see the film, it was like really? that good. It was that that popular. That well, good. I got a ticket, all right. But I don't know where you saw it. You probably saw it after like probably the the couple of days or a week after it had been released. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was that was a fantastic film. It still is it's one of my favorite. And that, funny enough, that was the first Blu-ray disc I ever bought was the Dark Knight. Why haven't we reviewed it then? Well, we tried to watch it a while ago, but. I think we kind of stopped halfway through for one reason or another, but um, I think, yeah, but I feel like you'd maybe sort of benefit more for doing like seeing like Batman Begins, Dark Knight and maybe that's the Dark Knight Rises, but because it's like a trilogy going on there, but um, yeah, definitely that's something to think. So this will lead on to like hopes for the future, like what we want to get out of next year and mm-hmm. beyond, I guess things that you'd want to cover or i will definitely throw some chick flicks in there for you just because obviously that's the only thing i'm aware of mm-hmm. and obviously if there's anything more modern or more something coming out in the new year mm-hmm. hopefully the film will still carry on in the um, cinemas you mean yeah tom cruise is doing another mission impossible and he yelled at everybody didn't he so you never know <laughs> may want to watch that one um, <laughs> But I think there's definitely for me, I've grown a love for the Hitchcock films, um, any Ghibli or any anime. I've noticed yeah, that. That's, that's something, as tough as it sounds, that's something I'd like to cover more. I know when I said it before about it, like I thought we'd covered more than I thought, but there's so much in terms of like stuff that I've got in like a stockpile of discs and stuff is and especially even not not even anime it's like japanese cinema there's, there's so much i've got in like on reserve of the stuff i would love to watch sit down and focus on but maybe this like maybe we do like a japanese month i would love that of, of different things it can be like odd and, even, odd, odd and even stuff of that so like you know one thing just like live mm. action stuff and then anime yeah and things like that that'd be cool to do so we could yeah, if you're up for that, that's something we could do. Mm-hmm. If uh, anyone else has any ideas of what they want us to cover, if there's any yeah. films you think, oh, we'd love Sophie or Paul to review, yeah, let us know, leave us a comment. Anything like that's really appreciated, unless it's something like Borat, and then no, it's not happening. <laughs> no, like I said, <laughs> the Adam Sandler thing, that may be something to throw in somewhere in the mix. But I know which Adam Sandler film you can give me. Yeah, go on. Never Been Kissed. Seeing that? No, he's not, yes, is he? No, you're thinking wedding of the, singer. Wedding, wedding singer, you're thinking of. Go but... on, you can. I get. Have you? You have seen Happy Gilmore, haven't you? Yeah. This yeah. is the problem. I've seen quite a few yeah, Adam Sandler films, but and this is why I don't like them. My yeah. dad seemed to quite like them, and phew, I don't. It's just not my bag. You know, there's as daft as it sounds. There's there's one. Um, thing I haven't seen it, but I think really, really just for. The what could be the art, the like the thumbnail artwork alone would be funny to to cover, 
is um <laughs> I don't like where this is going. No. Um Jack and Jill. Is that an Adam Sandler yeah, film? Yes, there's an Adam Sandler film. To do where... with Jack and Jill Philip. No, no, it's it's Adam Sandler playing him and not Adam Sandler, but you know, the character of Adam Sandler basically. And then his sister, who is also played by Adam Sandler in a wig. <laughs> And stuff. Literally, literally, because the post is kind of like the the character of Jill is like a, (laughs) and then the Adam Sandler, other Jack, is like a. I can just see like you're the the picture of going them. I'm (laughs) the grumpy one. Yeah, yeah, and the other one's like I think I don't know. There's something about that. I just like just intrigued. I know it'd be absolutely shockingly shit, but I don't know. Do you want to waste my time? This is what you're saying. You could so be educating me people in a were, classic. If, I know, I know exactly. But that is that is if people will if please spam the thing. If there's anybody people who actually would actually like no. to, to do that, then promote that thing. As, no, um, no, don't encourage up. bad behaviour. <laughs> only, only if people were really, really interested in doing that. That's then, really yeah. cynical. If you are. <laughs> Christmas. People are not meant to be mean. No. True. So, do you think we've covered most of the films? Or is there any others that stand out for you? The only other one I think I want to touch upon is mm. probably um, You've Got Mail. Mm. Okay. I still think that is a classic. I don't know if it's just because Mum loves it so much that it's kind of been passed on to me for the love of it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it is kind of that big city little bookshop and I think it's like yeah. that kind of helping out your local high streets and people that are trying to, you know. Yeah. And I feel like that's what it is instead of your corporate businesses coming in and squashing everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's more more key than ever with everything going on. Like Amazon probably have made a bucket load of money this year and shops have had to be closed and everything like that. Yeah. Because it's kind of just focusing on your little small mm-hmm. companies. Yeah. Um, the only other ones that are the really, I think, because you were sort of on the same page, were were Casablanca and mm. Shutter Island. I do feel like I could have probably scored Shutter Island higher. I think that might have been, should have been a 10, okay. because actually that is something that still, to this day, I would say was one of my most favourite ones for watching. Mm-hmm. I know I watched it. There's definitely it when, replay value on that 100%. One. And I know I watched it a little bit when I was younger, my mum and my sister watched it and they were saying it was brilliant and I'm like oh why are you watching this <laughs> I'm getting a bit annoyed yeah but now I get it yeah I really get it mm-hmm. so I think that probably could bump up to a 10 for me okay it was one of my favourites which is quite surprising but mm-hmm. really really good twist at the end and I still don't know what the answers are really to that I'm still making up my own as I go along so I think now we can go to the last section, which we reached out to people on social media of like questions from the community. We'll start with a question from For the Love of History, aka Taya. (laughs) And she asks, how did your love of movies start? So is that kind of like to both, yeah? Is that yeah, how we're yeah, going to yeah, do it? Yeah, yeah, So, do you want me to go first? Yeah, cool. Well, I'd probably say the love of 
film starts with you. Yeah, that sounds really cheesy, <laughs> but I think it kind of did stem from there. I think you kind of, I don't know where your love of film come from, but for me, I think you your passion for film, the way that you kind of want to put a movie on, like it used to take me ages to want to pick a film. Like it'd be like, oh, I don't know what to watch. I just skim through. I'm like, mm -hmm. no, I don't want to. And you used to come to me and I'd be like, no, I don't want to watch that. Don't want to watch that. And I'd be quite closed mm -hmm. off. And I think mm -hmm. I've definitely opened my variety. Mm -hmm. I think the way that you've encouraged film and kind of know what I like and mm -hmm. slowly baby steps me increasingly up. So I'd say definitely 100% you. Okay. What about you? Well, I guess really it stems from... Is it from... me? <laughs> no, it's not. I'm sorry to say it's not no. yourself. Damn. My passion for films is really stemmed from, God rest his soul, my uncle on my mum's side. Yeah. Um, he used to have, <laughs> a bit like what me I am now, a big hoarder of like DVDs and all sorts of, you know, he had VHS tapes as well and all that stuff. It shows how old he was in terms of like collecting stuff, mm -hmm. but... He had so many, he also had loads of books as well, stacked, stacked and stacked and stuff. They must have needed a lot of space if he had VHSs as well. I know, because like... they take up a lot of space. But... <laughs> you no, know, probably get four DVDs in a space yeah, of one. But a lot of my film watching came from him, really, in terms of, um, you know, like what I really grew up to, to love and stuff. Um, and most of, like... Um, like James Bond hmm. films was introduced through him really because um, he had you know the tapes of those I guess even some of like older stuff because you, you used to like obviously a lot of black, black and white like okay. uh, dramas and things like that so do your parents guess... like that kind of film or is that not something no made? but he also used to give me like any odd things that he'd pick up from like on like on the cheap or whatever he'd kind of hand me over and stuff there's like there is like an anime that he is very dear to my heart because he he gave it to me and it was a vhs tape of that um which we might cover next year at some point because it's because it means a lot to me really what is that um it's called metropolis it's not the one you're thinking of people I when say, people say when, people, when you might say Metropolis, it's not that one at all. It's an anime, and it's probably other than Pokemon. Hmm. That is like one of the first, probably the first anime films I've watched. Oh wow! So that's amazing. Um, and it's a lot more <laughs> dark and serious than anything oh. Pokemon is. So, um, yeah. So it means that means a lot to me in terms of that, and it is just. You never told me this. No. as well. So this is. Literally, first me so, hearing this. Yeah, so that this is uh, yeah. So he's 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 he was a big influence on me for um my film viewing and stuff. So I'm very grateful for yeah. All stuff. But I think I'm sure be... if he, he was listening to this, he'd be very happy with how how things have come. Around. I was just gonna yeah. say that you took the words out of yeah. my mouth, and he'd definitely be pleased with how yeah educated you are with film and. He would be he'd probably looking down on you now, Paul, being really, really proud that he's passed that on and that you, he encouraged you to this. Yeah. Yeah, and you passed it on to me. And mm -hmm. then you'll pass that on 
to somebody else and mm-hmm. yeah hopefully we're making a difference when somebody's listening to us yeah you know just for the passion of film so mm-hmm. it's brilliant love mm-hmm. it okay so thank you taya learn something new there <laughs> uh we've got a question here from the hundred things we learned from film podcast or hundred things film on instagram uh we did a episode with them recently on for them so i look forward to hearing that uh that was a very fun episode we recorded with those guys yeah definitely fun learned a lot on that one for me for sure not so much for you i think because obviously the film that we touched on is one of your favorites (laughs) go on so what's the question uh the question is what film do you each love that really isn't that popular in the greater sphere of popularity but you love and you don't care well i think for me only because you pointed it out and we spoke about it previously in this it's probably the christmas with the cranks i still know you pointed out that it is rubbish Mm. it is a bit cringe which is completely against what i like Mm -hmm. but i'm still gonna watch it every year i'm still gonna go out of my way to watch it and even though it can be not so coherent and it is a little bit all over the place it's just one of those things which is nostalgia for me and i think it's one of those that i've grown up with watching with my mom Mm-hmm. And I think I'll continue, and even our children will watch it with me, Paul. Um, and it will be one of those things that just, even though it's not that great, and it, yeah. it just I've got that attachment to. Okay. For me, I there's probably been quite a few things, really, but I think, I, I mean, people might still like Jumanji, the the Robin Williams Yeah, one, it's like a classic. One, but I really love that one. It's something I remember being a big fan of us when I was a child when it came out. Um I'd like got all like not all merchandise I could but there's still mm. sorts of like little like picture books or like collectible items Aww. and I was and I was really into it that back in the day. That's probably one of the things I don't care if people like us that's rubbish and that's nothing. It's it's fun and I enjoy it. I don't think it's even rubbish. I think it's really, really yeah, I don't know if but it's having that's really tarnished with the fact of this one with the yeah. Dwayne the Rock Johnson in these sequels and so I don't even want to watch I don't those. Even, I don't wanna know about them. So yeah, <laughs> go away. And they also ask another question. Yeah. Uh, which is what is your favourite British film? And why isn't it Kez? <laughs> What's Kez? It's the one about uh, a boy who befriends a little kestrel. How does he know it's not going to be that? I don't know. That's obviously <laughs> his, his one of his favourites. So I've never seen it, so I can't I actually say. That's that's definitely on the to cover on our podcast oh, okay. at some point. So I think enjoy that in a sense. But um... probably the British film for me, which is what we reviewed. Recently. Recently, like our last review, mm-hmm. would be Love Actually. It's just amazing. I love it. Um, fun little fact as well. Paul actually proposed to me, didn't you, with one of the Love Actually theme. PM's love theme, yeah. Yeah, so it's really, really dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. And obviously it was, one of, it was our first film that we watched mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. So I think it's got a bit of yeah. attachment that way, so I'd see, say. See previous episode. Yeah. <laughs> 
So I think love actually. What about you? Yeah, struggling at the top of my head for a favourite British thing. About time. That's British. It's on the same vein as Love Actually, though. Yeah, it is, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. But I do quite but... like that one, too. I think that would be my second one. Mm. Off the top of my head, I can't really think. I'm sure there's loads. If I had, like, a list of things, I think I'm going to go with the easy one to go Love Actually as well. Woo! High five, Nick. Sorry, guys, but I think that's going to be the answer. That one. <laughs> so it's still Christmas, guys, a little bit. Equaling into New Year, but I'm feeling like you could watch a couple of Christmas films. So if you haven't watched it, go and watch it. <laughs> Even into the New Year, you know, Christmas it doesn't finish till the sixth of January. Yeah. You know, if you're doing your twelve days of Christmas, which nobody does anymore, but you know. Oh, actually, maybe Hot Fuzz. Actually, think about it. That that might be a good. Yeah, I'll go with Hot Fuzz. I really enjoyed that. Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, comedy, it always makes me laugh that one bit where the fence, <laughs> this is one of the things that tickles me every time and I enjoy enjoying watching it. So you're saying no to Love Actually now, is this what you're saying? Are you, are you te- secretly telling me yes, Love Actually is, but you're trying to throw another British one just to not copy me? And maybe not to, to copy exactly, but that is one that just is quite funny. Okay, I'll let you have it, I guess. Um, we've got a question from Laughing At Ourselves on Instagram. Okay. They ask the question, what was your favourite movie or TV show you watched in 2020? I'm trying to think, because obviously I'm trying to think what we watched. It's, a, it's been a bit of a blur, to be honest. but I know we've been watching recently Hilda. I know that, that that is a TV and it's an animation kind of thing. Series 2 has just come out. But I think ones that are more modern, I think for me, would be Breeders, I think. That's something that I've... Yeah, you, you, as you said... I actually love picked actu- it out. Love, actually. There was Martin Freeman in this new series that's in his, a recent thing of like being a father and he's he reminds me of you again well you did like you yeah you, you actually laugh you're on about comedy stuff but you were actually laughing your head off at some of the things that were going on in that but i don't think it's actually really i don't know if it's meant to come across that comical oh, yeah, course, was it yeah, yeah, but i think, I think it's like you. a darker humor wasn't yeah. it really yeah. it wasn't like a cringy humor it was like more that. dark a bit more sinister um it's like, obviously, she shouldn't be laughable because he's yelling at his children okay, most yeah. of the time. Yeah. But I feel like he flips his lid, yeah. but he's, like, saying everything that everybody wants to, to say. say. Exactly, yeah. But they don't most mm-hmm. of the time because they have that filter mm-hmm. and he's just kind of taking his filter yeah. off a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I do think that that was something, even though there were some moments within it where it did make me feel quite sad, obviously, yeah. within it. So it is one of those kind of mm-hmm. more dark comedy which is more my akin to why I really like dark um, dark humour. Mm-hmm. But um, you probably going to realise that's what I'm yeah. going to go for. Um, for me, I think, in, well, the TV series I really like, but I do like Ricky Gervais. I know not not a lot of people do like him as a Fair character. Cal- it's, in, yeah, <laughs> it's funny, but um, obviously Afterlife, the, the first series was... Oh. Um, back in a while ago but mm-hmm. this 
second series was very good as well, and that came out in 2020, and I was like, oh, yes, thank goodness I did another series. I but, couldn't cope with this but one. But it it, it, when he does good series drama, he's, it's, it's, there's funny elements to it, but that's, that is really good, and I, I do... There's only six episodes worth, but it's it's really good, and he, he, he does pull your heartstrings, and I think he, he really knows how to... He's he good, good at storytelling. Yes, he is. Yeah. I think... So give him I, credit for stuff like that. I know when we watched these shows, I was like... You know it's going to be sad and... Eking them out, I yeah. think, because it's like, oh, I just don't know. Yeah. I don't want to watch the end because I know yeah. what's going to happen and it's just oh, going to break my heart. Yeah, kind of thing. But the other one, but Sophie hasn't seen it, but I really did enjoy it. And I think Revisit again, it's like a drama film that was on Netflix by Charlie Kaufman. And it's called I'm Thinking of Ending Things. That sounds sad. There's, there's obviously like initially looking at it thinking oh what does it mean that way I think but it's when you looking back on it and it's kind of like oh yeah that's what that means kind of thing so it's, it's kind of linking one of things, with afterlife though isn't it a little bit yeah yeah so you sort of it's it's one of those things you revisit and you're thinking oh yeah see it from this different angle because you kind of pick it up on things that are mm. what people say and what people are doing that kind of stuff and it's it's very it's very it's very good I don't know if you might enjoy it, maybe, if you saw it, but you might be a bit like, oh, I don't understand this. I don't know, but... Or I'd be sad. You might be sad, but it's not as sad as maybe after... It's not plain straightforward as Afterlife oh, is, okay. really, but you might enjoy it. So maybe we'll hmm. visit our own time, but yeah. yeah. Very good question. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll go to Facebook now with um, a couple of questions from somebody I hope we can do a podcast with in the future. This comes from Bill Van Vagel. I'm hoping I'm saying that right. But he's he runs actually two podcasts. He runs the Land of the Creeps podcast and Phantom Galaxy podcast. And he says, or he asks rather, <laughs> what was the first film you remember seeing in theatres or cinema for us? Yeah. And what impact did it have on you at the time? And did it influence your film preferences to this day? So, I really struggled with this to kind of have an idea of what was my first film. Mm -hmm. I know that sounds really weird and really sad. I don't think it was a thing where I went to the cinema that much when I was younger. Mm. I don't know how often you went, but I don't think it was a thing where it was like every weekend you'd go. It was quite a luxury. Yeah, it was for me as well, so... And I think, really, I don't know if this is the first film, but it's the first film I can remember, mm-hmm. and if that makes sense. So probably I'd have seen something when I was a little bit younger, possibly. But I don't think my mum and dad really took me when I was younger because it was a lot of money to go to the cinema, and if I'm not going to get anything out of it and remember it, is there any point in yeah. kind of wasting that money on me? Mm-hmm. So I know it sounds really strange, but I think it would have been Harry Potter, the first the one. The very first one. Yeah. The Philosopher's Stone or... the the Sorcerer's Stone in the Philosopher's Ameri- Stone, not the Sorcerer's yeah, For the American audience. <laughs> um, so what was the other part of the question, sorry? Or do you want um, to say your film? Uh, we... looking, did it influence you in your film preferences? Well, I know I watched all the rest of the Harry Potters. <laughs> and I'm definitely obsessed with Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, we've even gone to, me and my sister went to the London Harry Potter Perfect. Yeah. Um, studios down yeah. there and did all of that mm-hmm. and so it's still something dear to my young heart I guess. Yeah. So the fantasy element of films genre 
Yeah, and trilogies. I've noticed I, I did go through a phase of, I don't know why, like in Twilight. Mm. Um, also, there's the Lord of the Rings, Rings. the Hobbit. Yeah. yeah. There's all that kind of wizardry and magic. It does yeah. play a big part. Like, if I could be a witch, I definitely would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. For me, I think... I'm not entirely 100% sure on this was the first thing I think I really recall and remember, but I'm pretty sure I saw the original Lion King in the cinemas. I have vague recollection of that being... As something we'd seen in the cinema with like mum and dad. Um, did your dad fall asleep through it? I probably did, yeah. Because <laughs> um, any other instances would have been a bit later on, which have been mm-hmm. like Toy Story 2. Yeah, or, I feel like a Toy Story is in one of my banks. Certainly not the first one. No. Um, or even like the Pope on the first movie. I you know, Dad definitely slept through that one. How dare he? When you when his son loves it so much. much. Yeah, <laughs> but those were like the. If the, it wasn't Lion King, it was definitely one of those two. Yeah, that I remember um, going to see with parents, but um, I guess well that kind of a similar thing throughout all even those all through all those three different films because they were all animation. So that kind of reflects on the fact that um, what I do as my main job really is which is animation so that kind of obviously stuck with me throughout yeah my 100%. life really um i wish mine was this a good story i can't say oh yes i've definitely been a witch my entire life <laughs> i would love to say that yeah. no but i think your artisticness and your drawing yeah. and your style that like drawing it's not exactly the same but it's 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 i just yeah animation has been a big part of my life and I'm so, so proud of you with that. It's something that you've you've got your degree in. You're one of those people who does literally what you've got your degree in. Like, hmm. I do photography, and I do it now and again. It's not my full-time job. No, but I'm proud of you for what you've done, how you've come with your career of doing what you do now. So Yeah, it's numbers and all <laughs> that. Spreadsheets oh, daily. I've never, I've never good with numbers. But. I'm surprised at how well I'm good with numbers to say I'm actually dyslexic. So really, <laughs> you know, I, I can't spell, I can't really read. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm actually all right with numbers, which is good, I guess, because you need your numbers for yeah. paying your bills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for that question. Yeah, I've got another question from him as well. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, which... Film genre do you enjoy the least? And um, um, why is that? And what is but what is your favourite film from that genre though? Oh, okay. Oh, that's tricky. I know for me, I'm gonna laugh. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite funny actually. Um linking with what I'm gonna just say yeah. is probably comedy, I think. Mm. Um, as, as we know, so it doesn't like cringe. No, I don't like cringe, and I don't know. I find myself quite amusing at times. I can laugh at myself. Oh, you quite, can <laughs> quite a bit, but or laughing at like the the animals running around doing something stupid. Like if you put in the funny, like try not to laugh. Don't give me an animal because I will yeah. laugh. Any other human, I'm like I could literally. If you just gave me a try not to laugh with all of these humans in it, I'd be fine. I'd be like I could, I could, I could win. Throw in a little duck or something like that falling or yeah. doing something cute or sneezing, yeah. then I'm I'm screwed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really am. Mm-hmm. But I think comedy 
the cringy comedies like yeah, um, Adam Sandler or Ben Stiller or Ben Stiller yeah. or the guy that's got the squished nose. Wow, Owen Wilson, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, or Ben Stiller. You just said that. Oh, did I? <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Oh dear. And um, all of them ones that kind of you know mingle into one. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> um. But then I have to pick a favourite film. Yeah, there must be something that you really... Even if it's something that's kind of like a loosely comedy. I'm trying to think of... The only things that I could probably say Hmm. would be linking to Jim Carrey. Yeah, well, like Liar Liar, for example. Or The Mask. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that would be kind of where... Yeah, where your priorities lie with that. Yeah. Okay. So one of those... Um, I think for me, normally I think I would say like some like musicals or rom-coms, but there are things in that I do enjoy more than I think. Really. Yeah, you do. You're a bit of a girl. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdly. There are some musicals I'm like, yeah, I couldn't give it a toss well, about. Last but, time we watched Frozen 2 I, and you skipped through half yeah, of the... But I do like like Phantom and the Opera and, and I, I think so. Yeah, that was not too bad actually. So I can't say that. So if there was one thing, it's I guess in a loosely based genre of films, it would be sports because anything to do with that, I'm not a sports person. So you don't like football. You really upset your father with that one, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I'm and not, I I'm, love you for it. Yeah, or baseball or anything like that. I couldn't give a toss about. But oddly enough, if there was a sport I would love to play, it would be basketball. Really, and, and because of that, I remember, and this is another like sort of memory. I remember going to the cinema to see was Space Jam. I loved Space Jam with Buzz Buzz Bunny, Bugs, Bugs, Bugs Bunny, Buzz Bunny, <laughs> Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Um, Do you know I actually watched a live basketball game when we went you? to America. Uh-huh. Um, some at Dolphins. If you do, if Miami you... Dolphins. I think yes. I mean, yeah. Is it, <laughs> I, some, I know, I know that. that. But I think that was from Ace Ventura. I think was there it. Was, uh, one of the things in that, um, but I do. Enough, but... Do you know? Actually, at some point in the new year, mm. and it sounds really weird, but I would love to go and like to like somewhere and play basketball or just some hoops. Like I used to play netball at school, and I mm. loved netball. But I was either a goalie or the shooter. Mm-hmm. I was one or the other, and I think I was quite. You'll be quite surprised, actually, Paul, unless I've lost it. <laughs> I used to be quite good at. Yeah. Kind of netball. Obviously, I don't. I can't dribble the ball because mm-hmm. that's not you. We weren't yeah. allowed to do that in netball. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that may be something we should yeah. pick up. But yeah, just space jam was especially as a big place in my heart. Again, it's one of those things I remember going to see with mum. Bless her. She took me to see that. I don't know why, but I, I think she was quite into like the um, the Harlem Globetrotters or something. I feel she... like your mum's got a little bit more film behind her than yeah. your dad. Yeah, because she introduced me to like things like Lord of the Rings and that that, Chris... the Crystal Arts. That is one of my favourites as well from growing up. So, um, yeah, so Space Jam. And I just thought of another one as well. It's kind of sports related, even though it's a, a fake one. It's Basketball, which is like from the creators of South Park, even though it's like not. It's a bit of like a very, you probably wouldn't like I it I don't even much, know it. Because it's like a sort of cringe maybe not too cringe comedy but it's kind of like you don't know if you'd you'd really appreciate that much but it's kind of it's kind of funny (laughs) yeah so i think that is pretty much our wrap-up of um 
this year, I guess. So 2020, tied up in a bow, yeah. chucked in the bin, bin. and next, let's go on to 2021. Yeah. On. Yeah. Do you know, I heard something on the news, on mm. radio or something like that, that there was something in 2020, like, not 2020, but like 20-something, mm-hmm. that when it has like 20 on the end, something else bad happened and it actually it was like three years or something within like when the 20, mm-hmm. so maybe, I don't know, it was 1920s and then... Mm-hmm going on to like that, that there was something bad kind of happens when it's the 20. So I don't know if it's something connected with it, but we've got, we've had this COVID, haven't we? Even though it's COVID-19, it's, we didn't really, it didn't impact us really in 19. It was 2020 when it got us in the Mm -hmm. UK. But let's hope that we're seeing a little bit of the light at the end of the tunnel. And 2021, hopefully we might be able to get married. That's one of our plans, fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed that goes all okay. Yeah. <laughs> we should look with that one. We need to start planning. I need to lose weight so I can fit into a dress. But, well, you know, it's Christmas at the moment, so we'll think about that later, won't we? Yeah. <laughs> so thank you so much for everyone who's listened to us throughout the year, who just catched us at the end, yeah. or even just listened to one episode or anything like that. Anybody... Yeah, we do appreciate all you, you doing that us and um, really yeah. do and thank you so much for all your questions and putting everything forward and helping us out with the podcast thank you for our visitors and us being guests on other people's shows and podcasts and, and for everybody who's come on our shows as well so yeah thank you very much we've had a really really good year with sp film viewers so i always think to myself well there's things that happen for a reason mm-hmm. and i think this might be trying to put a positive spin on COVID, which I know is difficult, <laughs> is trying to be a little bit more connected with people, even though you can't be, <laughs> not taking things for granted as much as you would. So just like simply going to somebody's house, <laughs> you know, on that time, I feel like everybody's had a lot more time on their hands to be able to be more hands-on <laughs> within, the, within the year. And hopefully yeah. some of these characteristics will come forward and hopefully eventually we can mingle with other loved ones yeah. properly so thank you so much yes thank you very much for listening um of course you can listen to our more coherent episodes <laughs> where on, paul's not had his red room on podbean spotify itunes wherever else you make your podcasts from and of course you can follow us on the social media platforms sp Film viewers is what you search for on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Definitely reach out on Instagram. I know Paul does a hell of a lot of work on there. He has actually given me access now to be able to do some of my own, but yet I haven't branched out. So that might be a New Year thing. Yeah. Where I dip my toe in, if he yeah. trusts me enough, that is, yeah. into the SP. <laughs> social media mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you see some random things you'll be knowing who it is mm-hmm. yeah yeah so once again we thank you very much for you listening to us rambling yes thank you so much and we'll continue to ramble on into 2021 yeah so for now guys take care and we'll speak to you next time Speak to you next time. Take care now and have a lovely new year and Christmas. Yep. Enjoy the rest of the festive season. Yes. Uh, Bye-bye for now. (laughs) Bye.
Bye. Bye. Bye.